You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. Breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Uh, Kevin McCullough, and here we go. Fusion. Amplifying truth and pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough, now. Coming up on this Money Monday, we'll take a check of the markets and get some insights for your portfolio on this uh, first day of the week. Plus, a brand new book by an area uh, personality that you'll want to know about and an upcoming conference uh, this weekend. I think you'll also uh, learn a bit. Stay here. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. He is playing the role as uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, we've got a big show for you uh, straight ahead, and we're going to get into a lot of different kind of unique subject matter uh, this hour, especially for a Monday. But glad to have my Money Monday uh, A-lister joining us uh, here at the top of the show to talk about the markets at the beginning of this new week. Hillary Kramer is her name. HillaryKramer.com is the website. Trading Desk is the email. It's free on the homepage of HillaryKramer.com when you go. Hillary, good to have you. Good Monday. We're really, as we say, our new narrative, we have a new narrative and we are pivoting very soon. So I want to get all of your listeners understanding what's ahead of them in terms of earnings and rates and what it means for their money. Well, let's talk about that. We are kind of in the earnings season. Is that correct? We are in the middle of earnings season. We've only heard from about 15% of the companies. It's all this week and next week are the big industrial mega caps and the big tech mega caps. So everyone's looking for Meta. They're looking for Google. They're looking at Amazon. I'm looking at Apple on April 1st. And then, of course, you know, the big industrial companies seeing what they have to say, because the banks play a trick. The banks always go first with earnings and they they take these big reserves out um, in case they have bad debt. And then they slowly release it back so that their earnings always look good. Um, So you really can't even those don't even matter. Um, We had some really great earnings from Chevron come in because they're finding that their reserves are really cheap. Um, Occidental Petroleum, we really love, Oxy, O-X-Y, they have really cheap reserves in this Permian Basin here in the U.S. And uh, anyone who really likes uh, Warren Buffett knows that Berkshire Hathaway is the way to go. What I want to tell everyone that you want to buy stocks for the long run that you can sit and hold. We like Cisco, S-Y-Y, the big food processing industrial delivery company that um, that serves not just university cafeterias and colleges and stadiums. Uh, Cisco has an and and corporations. Cisco has another role, which is uh, providing the supplies to a lot of these chains of restaurants that have long lines out the door. Right. I mean, just think of the Chili's and the Hands. I mean, Texas Roadhouse, you have to wait forever. So SYY, um, look, Pepsi, which is a, spoke about their institutional business when they reported earnings and said that their sales and say on Frito-Lay are through the roof. So if uh, Pepsi had great institutional earnings, imagine what Cisco could do. And it's cheap. SYY is a cheap stock. Um, you can also do well with a bank like U.S. Bank Corp, USB. I've talked about it before. The market doesn't understand that United States Bank Corp is doing a great job managing their balance sheet, unlike banks like SVB that went under. And so uh, there's some of the banks out there are incredibly cheap. Uh, well, you know, Kevin, did you see how bad uh, Tesla's earnings came out and Netflix? I well, mean, let's the, talk the about market. that. The tech, the, the, the big. Market is un- the market's unforgiving. They have the rose colored glasses on that everything's going to be great and wonderful. And it just doesn't always turn out that way. And so we really see uh, an example of that with 
Tesla that actually had some decent announcements to make in terms of work that they were doing through other car companies, some, you know, back-end software work, what was going on with charging station, you know, their their goal of delivering 200 million cars, but it just wasn't enough for the market. And uh, Tesla got, no, Tesla wasn't down 20%. That's true, but these um you got to watch those earnings those earnings are really really key but i have a stock that i haven't talked about before are we ready for the drum roll yes i, okay. I, I don't have my timpani with me but go right ahead okay the company <laughs> is called oddity the ticker symbol o d d odd o d d it's an oddity. odd stock oddity is an artificial intelligence ai company very similar similar to Ulta, which has been an unbelievable successful retail makeup, hair, cosmetics company. But uh, they claim at Oddity that they do it differently. They have Israeli, former Israeli reconnaissance generals um, that know what they're doing and have developed algorithms so that act what's actually created for the consumer is exactly what the consumer wants and needs. They have one brand called Spoiled Child. You know, they, they they're using artificial intelligence and and AI doesn't isn't going to have all bad applications. AI is what's going to let immunotherapy customize cancer treatments. The president spent uh, Friday morning with seven of the AI corporate leaders from the, the different big seven companies and then came out and basically gave a speech. It was a little confusing, but I think it, the gist of the speech was that um, he wants AI to move forward and they've constructed a, a framework where they're going to at least try to make the argument to the American people that privacy is being protected, but that AI will be unleashed. Um, did that have a positive impact on that sector uh, today, which would have been the first uh, trading session since that speech. Yeah, yeah, I have to say it's doing well. I mean, the the AI is, is doing fine today. You know, it's certainly not down, but it didn't do much of anything because so few people really understand AI. And it's not until a journalist can come out there and say, here's five examples of what AI is going to do and how it transforms our world. Now, the writer, the writers that are on strike and um, the um, actors themselves on strike, they get that there's dangers because their body and likeness can just be used and taken. Yeah. And, and it is. A whole nother pay, they're going to get a whole nother pay scale. Yeah. Um, so, so they're very concerned. The writers are concerned when you think that actual plots and storylines can be done through AI's imagination. Um, but look, AI has been around a while. Watson was AI, the chat, you know, Watson from General, uh, from IBM that uh, beat, uh, you know, our great, um, what was it? our great uh, chess tournament champion, Gary Kasparov. Right. So everyone stay calm with that. But if you want AI, buy Oddity because it could be $100 pretty soon because everyone loves an IPO and it's only just come out. And it takes a few months for the market to start buying. And then um, another good one is Palantir. We've talked about PLTR. That's a pure AI company that does software and systems. Um, this stock has been down below $10. Once Palantir kind of catches on, it's $16.34. Yeah. We can see Palantir, you know, be a $35 stock. Well, let um, me recap here. Um, Hillary has suggested today Palantir, Oddity, ODD, Cisco, uh, not the uh, computer processing company, but the uh, uh, uniform service companies, SYY. Uh, and she's also mentioned uh, Occidental uh, and Chevron as uh, people that are looking good uh, right now. Hillary, we're out of time on this Monday, but we look forward to being back with you again next week. Oh, I do, too. I look forward to it. Next week to be important because we're going to be really deep diving into these tech companies. And if you want to be positioned in them or what you want to do. Sounds good. Whether you have one or not. Yeah. Take care. All right. And there she goes. Uh, all the best. Good luck to you. Thank, thank you, Hillary. You too. All right. Coming right back. Kevin McCullough. Don't go anywhere.
was completely gone. All of our memories being wiped away. The rain is what got 20 us. minutes of sheer terror. And you can feel it in your body. I watched the fire move down the canyon. The rumbling of the house. My son started screaming, we're gonna die, we're gonna die. In the name of Jesus, we are not gonna die. At Samaritan's Purse, we bring spiritual and physical aid to hurting people around the world. We go into dangerous situations because in disaster, in disease, in war, Jesus calls us to love our neighbor, to heal the sick, feed the hungry, restore the broken. All who work and volunteer with Samaritan's Purse follow the example of Jesus. We go to serve, not to be served. And we go in Jesus' name. Join us at SamaritansPurse.org. That's SamaritansPurse.org. Kevin Cottrell, we're talking with Dan Botafuco of Botafuco and Associates. And I know you personally as a Christian, a person of faith, Botafuco and Associates won't settle for what's good for you and the firm. You're focused on serving the client. We always settle cases which are based on what's best for the client. There are many lawyers out there who will settle a large personal injury case because they need to make payroll. We <laughs> will not do that. We will only settle a case if it's right for the client. And we're very sensitive to the needs of the client. And we understand that this is a one and only opportunity for them to make good on the injuries that they've sustained and to move forward with their lives. And so it's very important that they get the maximum amount that they are entitled to from this personal injury litigation, whether it be malpractice or product liability or just a routine car accident. Call the offices of Butterfuco and Associates at 800-669-4878 and have them evaluate your case. That's 800-669-4878, 800-NOW-HURT, 800 800- Now hurt. AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Listen online at WMCA.com. Tune in iHeartAlexa or Odyssey.com. Feel like you're trying to push a boulder uphill wearing skates? If you run or manage a local business today, you're challenged like never before. We get it, and we want to help. We're Salem Surround, and when it comes to marketing, consider us your personal move-you-forward company. In a recent study, we found that 53% of local businesses were classified as novices when it came to designing, implementing, and managing their marketing needs. And that's where Salem Surround truly shines. We're a full-service marketing agency that'll help you increase your customer base by designing incredibly effective plans to reach your consumers day, night, and everywhere they might be. Let us give you an absolutely free audit of your current marketing and what your competition is doing. Our digital sales and support teams are the best in the industry and deliver customized personal service that's second to none. If you're a local business and ready for the next step, Google Salem Surround New York right now. Our experts are ready to help you take your marketing to the next level. Google Salem Surround New York today. This is Carol Platt, leave for townhall.com. The Supreme Court is one of the few American institutions not captured by the left. That's why the left is trying to delegitimize it. Senate Judiciary Committee Democrats Dick Durbin and Sheldon Whitehouse are spearheading Supreme Court ethics legislation. This comes after completely manufactured ethics scandals aimed at Justices Clarence Thomas and Neil Gorsuch. They've been spread by the usual media suspects, including ProPublica, which itself has been paid by a pro-court-packing activist group, ironically enough. Fortunately, the bill has virtually no chance of passing. If senators really believe a Supreme Court justice is corrupt, the Constitution has already provided a remedy. They can impeach him or her. But that's not what this is really about. The Democrats' true agenda is to undermine the current Supreme Court just to facilitate their plan to pack it. They're willing to destroy Americans' faith in their institutions just to seize power. Listen to More Like Jesus with Pastor Dave Gustafson. 2 Timothy 3 again. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Tune in Monday through Friday evenings at 6.30. The benefit of studying scripture is as we develop this habit and it starts to reshape our brains, it prepares us for anything that God might want us to do in life. More Like Jesus on WMCA. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're looking outside of big corporate control. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something worth watching. The new Salem News Channel. Straightforward, unfiltered, in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. SNC is home to Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. 
Watch anytime on any screen, free 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. And you know that, uh, and I make no uh, bones about this, uh, I talk about the news. I am a commentator on what's going on in the world around us. I try to be an observer of the culture. But I do that from a very specific place. If you're fairly new to the show, you may have not have heard me articulate this this explicitly, but I am a born-again, Bible-believing Christian, and I believe that it is important for me to interpret the uh, incidents and the observances of the world around us through that biblical grid. That's the, that's the thing that I'm most important about, which is uh, why I am so thrilled to talk to my next guest, uh, Walgina George Morgan is joining us and she has just written a book called Jesus is coming back get ready <laughs> and if and if you think that it uh that that sounds kind of imperative let me assure you she fully intends to uh, impress upon you that it in fact is well Gina welcome to Kevin McCullough Radio good to have you thank you Kevin it's my pleasure I'm happy to be here uh let's talk a little bit about um who you are and what gives you kind of the position the worldview, the the point of view that you take in writing this book? Well, I'm a believer of Jesus. I have been since 19, well, since I was born. But in 1989, I came to the United States of America and I um, became born again. I was I attended this church in Queens called Bethel Gospel Tabernacle. And I was yes. stunned by the way the people were worshiping God. Their hands were lifted in sheer adoration. And I said, gosh, I wish I had what they had. Because I could tell, I live with my uncle, and the, the love that their family shared with their friends after church, they would visit their friends, and they would have dinner, then go back to church for six o'clock services. I wanted that joy. I didn't have that. And um, it came here in April, and then, let's see, in June, the, the evangelist Bob Gass visited Bethel, and I got saved. And ever since, I've been serving the Lord, and he's done so many, like I could call miracles in my life. I don't see myself ever turning back from serving God, knowing that he is real and that Jesus has called me for a purpose in this in this earth. It's interesting that you use um, the, the language there in your description that you do, because I think for those that truly do feel um, God's hand on them, that it is it is impossible for them to say that I would I would ever return to what what it was before, because they've they've known they've tasted, they've seen what the goodness of God really represents. And that for them, there's no comparison. I don't know that that's always the case. And sometimes the uh, the kind of lifelong Christian bubble that some people uh, end up living in. But when you've had when you've had an honest and authentic interaction with God, it, it certainly always um, shows up. Um, the The title of your book is interesting. Jesus is coming back. Get ready. Uh, some people would say you wrote the whole book on the cover. Um, what 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 are you trying to communicate to people here? And I, I asked that having just said you put the whole thing on the cover. Because this is what was given to me in a dream. It's, it's a vision. In 2018, I went to bed. Something, you know, sometimes the Lord visits you with songs, and he just wakes me up with songs and scriptural verses. Yep. I guess I'm not unique, but this happens a lot. And I went to bed, and I, I was awakened around 5 a.m., tears streaming down my face. I was like in sheer bliss and just awe because I had this vision. I stepped in my kid's bedroom that night, and we were, I, as I recall, we were at this park in Mount Vernon, and darkness had enveloped the entire area, the sky, and the people were walking around all scared. They were frightful. And then something came and said to me, tell the, tell the people that Jesus is returning, that they should make him their Lord and their Savior. And I awoke, and I was so scared, and I was tears were literally rolling down my eyes. So I wrote it in my, um, in my diary. Make Jesus your Lord and Savior. Over the years, I, I, the morning I awakened, I pondered on it. And over the years, I would think about it. The Holy Spirit would say, what are you doing with this? And I just kept putting it off, putting it off. And over the years, the Lord came back to me time and again during the pandemic. He said, you need to get this out. And in 2022, I sent it to a publisher. And they said, yes, we'll take it. And in 2023, here we are. 
Jesus is coming back. People need to get ready. They need to know that he's their Lord and Savior, that he loves them, and he wants us all to be saved. That's that's the message. If people are listening and they're they're cynical of the claims of Jesus, um, what type of experience would you share with them that demonstrate that he's had some sort of intervention in your life? Um, in 1995, a time when I gave the Lord exposed himself to me in every minute, every hour, every second. Me meeting Laura the other day at the church, it's not fortuitous. It was designed by God because I was just visiting that church after I, I worship at Times Square Church and I just visited that church. But let me come back to the main question you asked me. In 1995, I had graduated college and I uh, was going to the library in Brooklyn. I lived in Brooklyn. Outside our building, I live with my parents in this apartment on the first floor. And I saw this handsome looking man, boy, person looking there and standing there. And he said to me, you're going into this building? I said, sure, I am. I'll let you in. I don't know. I was naive or what? So I let him in and I thought he was going to continue up the stairs. But we lived on the first floor and he pushed me into the apartment. And the summer day in June 1995, police report will tell you. And um, I didn't know what to do because we walked like about six yards from the from the outside of the, the apartment inside the house into the apartment. And I didn't want to didn't know what to do. I started thinking, what should I do? People say in times like this, you have to bawl, you have to scream. And I, I, I testified at church at Bethel. The Holy Spirit had me yank the door open and we ended back out into the lobby of the building. I'm on my back now crying out. There was a big burly guy, a neighbor who used to come to my parents' apartment for Sunday dinners. He saw me on the ground and I said to him, David, help me, help me, David. David closed back his door. And then it came to me, God, we say so in church. We sing in the, ch in the church that there's power in the name of Jesus. Call on Jesus. And that's what I did. I said, Jesus, help me. Help me, Jesus. In all my anguish. And the guy let go of me. He got off me. When I looked around, there was blood on the floor. I got cut. I have a keloid in my right hand. 16, 16, 16. I got 16 stitches from the, from the cut. He had a gun and I guess we were fighting. I got cut. I called the police after and they said there were no reports filed. Only mine, only one person called to let them know this is what happened. And it, if I, I, as I'm telling you this, Kevin, if I did not call on Jesus, I would be a dead person right now. He saved me physically, literally. Hmm. He saved me and I'm alive today because of him. This is just one experience out of many, I can tell you. And uh, they are detailed in the book from Walgina, George Morgan, uh, and you can get a copy. Jesus is coming back. Get ready. Uh, you can also go to our, her website, jicb.net for more information. J I Jesus is coming back. Just the first letter of each of those words, jicb.net. Um, when we come back from this break, uh, Walgina, I want to talk to you about the uh, the urgency with which the title of your book uh, seems to indicate that it's it's imminent that he's he's not he's not waiting around uh, for some far off time in the future. You're saying get ready, meaning it could be uh, any time now. Uh, and talk a little bit more about uh, what your intentions are for the book as we go forward. She's Walgina. I'm Kevin, and we are with you here on Kevin McCullough Radio. Don't go away. Is what got 20 us. minutes of sheer terror. And you can feel it in your body. I watched the fire move down the canyon. The rumbling of the house. My son started screaming, we're going to die, we're going to die. In the name of Jesus, we are not going to die. At Samaritan's Purse, we bring spiritual and physical aid to hurting people around the world. We go into dangerous situations because in disaster, in disease, in war, Jesus calls us to love our neighbor, to heal the sick, Feed the hungry, restore the broken. All who work and volunteer with Samaritan's Purse follow the example of Jesus. We go to serve, not to be served. 
and we go in Jesus' name. Join us at SamaritansPurse.org. That's SamaritansPurse.org. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Very soon you're going to start hearing me talk about 10 places in Asia. Uh, Where specifically? China, Bangladesh, India, Indonesia, Malaysia, Nepal, Pakistan, Philippines, Sri Lanka, Thailand, and Vietnam. Why those places in particular? Because 9 out of 10 new Christians in each of those countries are lacking something vital to their faith. What could it be? They don't have access to the Word of God. There are no Bibles. They are Bible-less. And that's why our friends at the Bible League are hearing their cries, and we're going to supply this year, hopefully with your help, 4,000 Bibles in Asia because of your generosity. You know what else that means? Over their 80 years, uh, Bible League can attest that approximately 12 people come to faith in Jesus because of every Bible that goes out. That means that we're going to see 48,000 people come to faith in Christ because of these Bibles. 1-800-YES-WORD. Jump in if you want to join us. Most people fall prey to Satan's tricks, schemes, and deceptions, which hinders their walk with God. Pastor Ray Hagestilianos, Bible study host on More Than Conquerors weekday afternoons at 2, has written a book called Discouragement, Doubt, and Compromise, to understand the dangers and live in victory, to overcome every attack of the enemy and live a more blessed life. And you can get your own copy of his book now at PastorRayNY.com. Everyone needs encouragement by understanding God's promises. Discouragement, doubt, and compromise helps you recognize the danger signs and stand strong with practical solutions and how to take God's promises to heart and live life as more than a conqueror. Get your copy today at PastorRayNY.com. Discouragement, doubt, and compromise from Pastor Ray Hagestilianos at PastorRayNY.com. Chosen People Ministries is excited to announce a special concert in New York City with renowned Messianic Jewish musician Joshua Aaron, who will perform at the New York Society of Ethical Culture on Sunday, July 30th. Joshua Aaron is an award-winning American-Israeli independent singer and songwriter who resides near the Sea of Galilee with his wife and five children. He's founder of Gather the Nations and hosts an annual Worship in Israel tour, bringing believers on an unforgettable journey to the Holy Land. His music, sung in English and Hebrew, blends a wide array of sounds, including traditional Jewish genres reaching millions of listeners of all nations and languages. Experience a joyful night of Messianic worship sung in English and Hebrew, and be sure to bring a friend. For tickets and more details, go to ChosenPeople.com. That's ChosenPeople.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, so honored to have my guest, Walgina George Morgan, with us today. Uh, The book is called Jesus is Coming Back. Get ready. You can find out more at JICB.net. Jesus is Coming Back, JICB.net, and that will help you find uh, the book and the other things that Walgina is, uh, uh, is, is part of. Uh, She just uh, got through recounting for us a very harrowing experience in which uh, she cried out to God and and an intervention occurred that saved her life. Uh, And she took Jesus very literally at his words uh, to call out to him. Uh, Well, Gina, there's always people that are listening, uh, sometimes who are cynical, sometimes who say, well, I don't I don't know if God really cares about me. I don't know if I'm if I'm uh, and this is what they will say. I don't know if I'm worthy of God's uh, attention or love, or if I've if I've done anything to you know make it worth His while to even notice that I'm here. If those people are listening right now, you have a message for them in this book. What is it? That God loves you. God loves us so much. He sent Jesus to die on the cross. I meet people every day on my job and elsewhere, and they say, "I'm not worthy. I am this. I am that." I said, "No." Just think of what Jesus did for you. God sent his only son, Jesus. He gave his life. No one else did. 
for Jesus. So I just tell people he, he loves us. I know that he does. People might find it hard to believe, but he loves us and he wants us to know this. And this is what I even have it on my car. God loves you. You are so loved. I want people to know that God loves them. He cares for them. And that's why he wants them to have it, to live with them in eternity. Life is short, as I said, but eternity is long. And we have that mandate from the Holy Spirit. We have that mandate from, from the Lord yeah. to tell everyone of his love. It's interesting. In my own congregation, we've been studying through the book of 1 Corinthians. And if you are familiar with it, you know that uh, the church at Corinth was a pretty messed up place. The Christians there were behaving, uh, behaving badly, and there were a lot of things that Paul needed to correct them on. But one of the things that uh, really stood out to me as we were studying some things this last week is that Paul made it very clear uh, in, in chapter 9, I believe it is, where he talks about using every method at his disposal to tell every person that he could ever meet uh, using every means by which he could uh, so that some of them would believe, so that some of them would say, yes, I I, I need that. I'm, I'm going to believe in Jesus as well. It's easier for us to share our faith than sometimes I think that we, we, we think it is. And uh, it seems to me that one way that would be very easy to share one's faith with would be to share a book like yours that details a story like this. Um, but what are your intentions for this book? What do you want it to accomplish? Well, I would like for everyone, first off, to know that God loves them, that he is real, that he, that he sent his son Jesus, and that he will soon be coming back to earth. And we need to be prepared. Heaven, as they say, is a, is a place for prepared people. You want to be prepared. And this book is, is my goal of this book is to let people know that Jesus will certainly be returning to earth and they need to be prepared and not spend life in hell. Hell, as we know, as we read, is a very terrible place. No one wants to go to hell. I don't think anyone would, even though some people might say they do. But when you when you look at the, the, the facts that are given, we know heaven seems to be a more desired place than hell. Yeah. Well, and you were talking about the love of God, and I, it strikes me that if we really do love God and love people, then we will love them enough to tell them the truth about what they need to hear. Uh, and that is what you're attempting to do in this book, uh, for sure. Uh, friends, I want, you to, I want you to feel free to get a copy. Jesus is coming back, uh, exclamation point, get ready. That's the name of the book. And again, the website is jicb.net, jicb.net, and the author is Walgina George Morgan, and you can um, you can find out more about all that she's involved in there. Walgina, what um, what what is your um, what is your favorite aspect of your relationship with Jesus? This is this is something I think sometimes we 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 tell the gospel out of a you know fear based thing. Oh, if you don't want to go to hell, you got to go to heaven. You got to believe in Jesus. But I think that salvation is also beneficial for our time here on this planet what what's your favorite aspect of your relationship to him my favorite aspect is obeying him and watch him work you know there's this pastor i think it's charles stanley who says obey god and and, and leave the rest to him you obey god and you see him fight your battles hmm. win everything my faith is is in the word of god and in his truth i see him work every day fighting my battles i just leave it to him get up pray and pray your way through the day pray and just having faith in the word of God and what he can do. Gives you great confidence uh, for, to, for how to live life for sure. Well, Gina, George Morgan, thank you for spending some time with us today. It's my pleasure. And I look forward to talking to more people and letting them know that Jesus is coming back because this is our commission to go out and make disciples yeah. of all the world. The book is called Jesus is Coming Back. Get ready. The website is jicb.net. And uh, Walgina George Morgan, thank you again. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away. Hi, Kevin McCullough. On my pillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the My Pillow family want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on My Pillows. Queen-size My Pillows, regularly priced at 69.98 are now only 19.98 and just $10 more, you get the king size. Go to mypillow.com and click on the Radio Podcast Square to get Mike Lindell's amazing offer on the Queen-size My Pillow for only 19 
1998 or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you'll also receive deep discounts on all other MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillow's history. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. Yeah, it's not just you. A lot of people are wondering why so many big corporations are actively promoting ideas and values that their own customers don't support. And honestly, this is another reason MediShare is so attractive to people who don't want to use their own healthcare dollars to pay for things they don't believe in. MediShare is the refreshing alternative. They're a nonprofit ministry. It's a community of like-minded Christians helping each other live healthy lifestyles. There are more than 400,000 members now, and they save a lot, too. Most families save around $500 a month. And member satisfaction surveys consistently show they like it much more than health insurance. So for you, maybe it's time. Find out how you can not only save, but freely choose to be part of something you believe in. Here's the number you can call now, 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. Download the AM570 The Mission mobile app on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on WMCA.com, TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. This is Carol Platt-Lebow for townhall.com. The Supreme Court is one of the few American institutions not captured by the left. That's why the left is trying to delegitimize it. Senate Judiciary Committee Democrats Dick Durbin and Sheldon Whitehouse are spearheading Supreme Court ethics legislation. This comes after completely manufactured ethics scandals aimed at Justices Clarence Thomas and Neil Gorsuch. They've been spread by the usual media suspects, including ProPublica, which itself has been paid by a pro-court-packing activist group, ironically enough. Fortunately, the bill has virtually no chance of passing. If senators really believe Supreme Court justice is corrupt, the Constitution has already provided a remedy. They can impeach him or her. But that's not what this is really about. The Democrats' true agenda is to undermine the current Supreme Court just to facilitate their plan to pack it. They're willing to destroy Americans' faith in their institutions just to seize power. Hi, this is Judge Kamins, a partner at Idala Bertuna and Kamins, and where Arthur Idala of the Arthur Idala Power Hour works at his 24-7 day job. In 2014, I retired from the bench to join ABK, which is a full-service preeminent boutique firm that has been helping New Yorkers when legal problems arise. ABK is uniquely qualified to assist New Yorkers who have a wide range of legal problems, from personal injury claims and civil litigation to criminal defense and trusts and estates. I personally work on appellate matters, attorney disciplinary matters, and complex legal issues with a dedicated group of attorneys who provide a team approach to each case. There is no legal problem too big or small for this talented and hardworking legal team. So when you think of the Idala Power Hour, also keep in mind ABK, the power legal firm. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, my next guest is someone I'm very um, thrilled to have with us. Uh, He is well known in many different specific circles, but he's coming to the New York area this coming weekend uh, to encourage some people and to challenge them all at the same time. His uh, name is Joshua Aaron. He's a big recording star who lives in Israel, but has a worldwide reach. And he joins us now. Hello, Joshua. Hi, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Now, you're coming to be part of the Chosen People Ministries uh, event at the end of this week. We'll talk about details for that in a little bit. But for people that aren't familiar with your uh, influence and reach, particularly on social media and uh, kind of via the Internet, which is where everybody that has influence now is at, um, tell us what you do, uh, where you're based out of and why you do it. 
Well, I'm based out of a lake called the Sea of Galilee uh, in Israel. I've heard of that um, one. <laughs> <laughs> I was born and raised right. I'm actually in Pennsylvania right now in the Poconos. I was born and raised in this area. My mom, my my grandmother fled the Holocaust to Israel. Um, thank God. And she and she my mom was born in just a couple months before Israel was reborn in 1948. I'm just January. curious, where did she come from? What part of uh, Europe did she leave? Breslau, Poland, Wrocław, okay. Poland. Yeah. Um, made it to Israel. My mom was born in, in Israel and then came to America at 11 years old. So I, uh, our family, my mom got accepted Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus, at, um, it, through a, a Messianic rabbi in America. Actually, really, Elvis Aaron Presley uh, did something to her heart when she heard his gospel songs. Um, <laughs> But that's a long story, but she ended up uh, becoming a believer in uh, the great rabbi, the greatest one, Yeshua, Jesus. And I, uh, I I was her first, last child, but the first child to be born after she accepted Messiah and grew up in this cool uh, world of, you know, uh, of knowing Messiah. I had a grandmother who was Orthodox, who used to spit if you said the name of Jesus in her house, because um, it, it had a lot to do with what had happened to her family? Her parents were killed in the Holocaust. She thought it was all because of Jesus and his followers. With, of course, they were phony followers because our Rabbi Yeshua Jesus taught us to turn the cheek, never to take a life. So you know, just growing up in a in that kind of world, and I ended up falling in love with God more than ever through His Son Yeshua. And um, singing became my tool, and I just love to sing about Him. I've been doing it since I accepted Him at five years old. Wow. Uh, Today, I mean, they're silly songs, but I've been writing and singing about him since the day I accepted him. Uh, and now you do this uh, full time and you have a focus uh, in which uh, there are you, you bring you, you you bring Israel to life for some and you bring others to Israel. T tell me about the the ministries that you have in process right now. Well, well, we moved we moved to Israel, been in Israel nine years. My oldest is in the army. My only daughter of my five children. My next one's going into the army next uh Next August, uh, my son Shuki. But um, you know, we we just believe in we follow the great rabbi, so we want to lead people to him. Uh, he is, you know, I live in the land of uh, uh, in, near Tiberias, near our, where we live, is the land of the dead rabbis. Orthodox from all over the country come and visit the grave of their fav favorite rabbi. Ours is alive. It's an there's an empty tomb in Jerusalem. Um, so you know, for us, you know, just for me as a singer, um, YouTube's been my platform for 14 years. And I just uh, it's hard to believe that YouTube's been around for 14 years, but I guess it well, has been. So, yeah, 2009, if, if you, you find anybody who's huge on YouTube, I'm not huge, by the way. I'm just bigger than I should be. Um, <laughs> um, usually they started at, at 2009, you know, the 2009, 2010. If you started then, you're kind of early in. So you're the, you're in the algorithm before it starts to really before it takes off. And then that kind of helped a lot of these big YouTube YouTubers now. So I remember finding it thinking, well, this is a way I can sing for free. People can hear my music, don't have to pay, and I can just share. So I remember right. one of my favorite singers was saying, Josh, what are you doing back in 2010? He's like, people, you're not going to make any money. And I'm like, well, they're not going to hear me. So I remember uh, just early on going all in and spending every penny I have up until this day on all the projects we've done so that we can have good quality, at least to the best I can afford. And uh, because the message is that, important will it be like a worship uh concert or a performance concert or a little bit of both a little bit of both a little bit of both you know there's always all flavors of people if, if you want people to come that aren't believers you don't call it a worship concert they don't know yeah. that even <laughs> that's know? right so for me i'm yeah. always what's okay this worship stuff concert. yeah yeah what do you mean worship it sounds kind of like new agey like to some people they'd have no idea you know yeah so for me you know having an Israel representation, you know, a lot, there's a lot of people that, that don't understand that lingo. So concert works, you know, Hebrew and English, uh, we're going to be singing some traditional songs, some modern songs, but I, I like to write all styles, but in, in our world, in the Messianic Judaism and Judaism, we like to sing right out of the Jewish hymn book a lot, mm -hmm. which is the book of Psalms. Um, but I also like to sing, uh, I've written, you know, versions of, of our prayers of our rabbi, like the Lord's prayer, uh, the Shema, you know, the the greatest commandment that he taught us. He started with the the, the greatest prayer that we pray daily. The Shema, nice. Here is where the Lord, the Lord is one. So we really incorporate, you know, this 
our rabbinic our rabbis uh, prayers as well and in, 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 in um, people that want information on the event go to chosenpeople.com that's it just chosenpeople.com yeah you can find out everything there all right um i, I i'm going to put you on the spot joshua um yeah. would you would you take us out with a little something acapella style i have a guitar here <laughs> or even better yet use the guitar I feel Sheba Shemai Yikadesh Shimcha Tavo Malchutcha Yaser Zoncha Keva Shemai Beautiful. All right. For more of that, go to chosenpeople.com. Joshua Aaron, thank you for being with us. Thank you, Kevin. Shalom, shalom. Shalom. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away. Numbers mean much to me because of prostate cancer. I'm Johnny Braggs, the number two, for my stepfather who died of prostate cancer and my uncle who suffered so much after prostate cancer surgery. The number 15, 15 years since Dr. Lederman's successful treatment of my prostate cancer. The number zero, which is my PSA, zero, after Dr. Lederman's successful prostate cancer treatment, what every man wants. The numbers one, two, three, four, important for every man with prostate cancer. One, getting the most successful treatment. Two, avoiding radical robotic surgery. Three, keeping sexual functions. Four, maintaining urinary control. Call my Dr. Lederman, 212 Choices, 212 Choices, to consider his prostate cancer treatment for you. Most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted, 1384 Broadway at 38th. Call 212 Choices for prostate cancer treatment. Call Dr. Lederman, 212 Choices. I'm glad I did. You'll be number one with Dr. Lederman. Feel like you're trying to push a boulder uphill wearing skates? If you run or manage a local business today, you're challenged like never before. We get it, and we want to help. We're Salem Surround. We're a full-service marketing agency that'll help you increase your customer base by designing incredibly effective plans to reach your consumers day, night, and everywhere they might be. If you're a local business and want to see what Salem Surround can do for you, Google Salem Surround New York. Remember to Google Salem Surround New York today. Want more AM570 The Mission? Go to am570themission.com to listen live, tune into podcasts, sign up for events, learn about our advertisers, join the fan club, and more. That's am570themission.com. Over the last few decades, God's people have come to associate the rainbow with the LGBTQ community. But are we more conformed to the world than God's Word? Revelation 4 tells us, and there was a rainbow around God's throne. This July 28th through the 30th, join Rabbi Schneider as he leads a movement across the globe to take the rainbow back. Visit takingtherainbowback.com. you need to know when you need it it's kevin mccullough radio all right kevin mccullough very glad to have you with us um we're, we've got a big week straight ahead for you we're going to hear from uh, former press secretary Kay uh, kaylee mcenany this week uh we have got jim caviezel the star of the number one faith family oriented movie in the country 120 million dollars it finished past this weekend in only its third weekend 
That's crazy numbers. That's 40 plus million a weekend that it's doing in total. Um, and it, it, it had in weeks two and three, it carried larger um, revenue than it did in week one, where it finished um, first. It finished in first place on its first week. It beat Indiana Jones, the temple of whatever. I've, there have been so many of those films. Uh, I, I can't remember them all. And the last two or three have been really not that good. Um, then it beat last week in its second week. It, uh, it, it finished second to Mission Impossible and came very close uh, to knocking it off, which it did this weekend. And it finished third only behind Barbie and Oppenheimer, which, of course, is the, the big um, Hollywood releases that came out this week. And it's really weird because. I mean, I don't even know. I, I I feel pretty strongly that I don't really like the whole Barbie ethos to, to begin with in terms of what I want my daughters to play with and so forth. So a movie about it just has very little appeal to me in any way. And Oppenheimer, the story of how we came up with the bomb, I'm sure it, from a historical perspective, can be very interesting. The times that it was done in were were dangerous and deadly. Uh, the Nazis were on the march. Uh, the Empire of Japan had attacked us. There was there was there were there were major um, forces of evil at work across the globe. So this great power that they came up with concentrated in a nuclear bomb uh, really did devastate and killed hundreds of thousands of innocent people um, almost in an instant. Um and there's a there's a there's a discussion to be had about that in terms of war and so forth. Anyway, I, I'm not I'm not under the impression that, you know, everyone's just going to be whatever about that. But to know that these two films, which were big, big, big Hollywood productions, were the only things that beat this film in its third week. Uh, this The Sound of Freedom, if you haven't seen it, it tackles the very difficult subject of uh, human trafficking, which, you know, that I am a huge, huge proponent of fighting. Uh, that's why I work with CSI. Human slavery and human trafficking are hideous. And um, I, I just I cannot entertain the idea that, it, that it's even still legal, much less so widespread as it is. And yet it is. Uh, there's more. There are more human beings enslaved and being trafficked right now. And that sounds hard to believe, but it is, in fact, the truth. And it's not by a small number. Um, CSI is also doing some really cool stuff in India with um, human uh, with indentured servitude kids, little seven year olds that are being made to pay for their dad's crime because he died owing money to people. Anyway, it's a, a really remarkable thing. Congratulations to Jim Caviezel, to Tim Ballard, who the, the movie is actually about. And uh, thanks to those of you that have gone to see it. And I know that uh, those of you that have. Uh, really had your mind opened to something that is really, really important today. Kevin McCullough, we'll see you next time.